The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 15. I can't believe we've already gone through 15 of these. Uh, But my guest is going to be talking about marketing accountability, okay? And making sure that the marketing efforts you're putting in aren't wasting your time. Can I get an amen? Amen. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're regular, amazing. Either way, we would love if you gave us a review on iTunes as we totally adore hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on any of the next episodes, make sure to subscribe. Now let's get ready to talk all about marketing, all about accountability, and how you can make it best work for you. Hey y'all, today's guest is a super fun and business savvy lady boss. She is mega smart when it comes to startups and small businesses. Shauna, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jordan? Doing amazing. So let's start off by sharing the goods about you and your business. Great. Well, of course, we run a small marketing studio called um, The Start Studio, of course. And so we help businesses, uh, B2B and B2C, on a variety of levels, mostly as an outsourced marketing department. So we come in as an extension of their team and help them with a variety of activities to really help implement programs that will reach their goals. Awesome. Love that. Very concise. So let's dive into the good stuff. So we are going to be talking about your marketing accountability system. So kind of describe what it was like before you had the system in place or before you help your clients uh, with this system. Great. So we've been around for about three years now. And just like any new business, we've had our quite our journey of trial and error. And so, you know, as you know, when you're starting a company, things can be kind of messy, can be hard Mm. to develop processes in those beginning stages. And, uh, you know, you're building something from the ground up, you don't really know what, you know, what's coming next. So for us as a marketing agency, we have to manage a ton of moving pieces at one time, marketing aspects. So because it requires so many different people and platforms, it can be overwhelming to organize and keep track of. (laughs) Yes. And so, especially when you're right in the middle of it all, it can be difficult to take the time to really stop and get things organized. So that's where we found ourselves in the beginning stages of our business. Um, We were doing so many different things and there are so many different marketing balls in the air that it was really hard to track performance and results. And then you just start to feel, you know, like you're out there just marketing with no purpose. And so that was something we really wanted to avoid, obviously, not just um, as our, you know, for our own mission, but obviously the way we work with clients, that's very important. Yeah, 100%. So it was kind of that place of overwhelm or the big O in business, as I like to call Mm, it. Yeah. So it... uh, it definitely beats us all over the head <laughs> multiple it times does. when you're starting stuff. So 
uh, kind of go ahead and walk us through the steps um, that you took to create this process. Yeah. So, you know, for us, we, we needed to prove the value of our marketing efforts for clients as well as be able to monitor the work that we were doing on a regular basis. And, and we ended up, you know, kind of, that's what we call mindful marketing. We want to keep, keep that at the forefront of what we're doing. And, you know, it's important to be able to evaluate our marketing activities to ensure that they're worth the time and energy. And obviously that they're reaching the goals that we are setting out for clients. Uh, so by implementing some accountability standards, it allowed us to keep things on track and measure performance and strategize as a team about what was working and what was, wasn't working. So Mm. how we got started here, some of the steps that we took probably began with actually taking a step back and kind of reviewing all of the marketing opportunities for each client. You know, we researched, yeah, we researched what was working in each industry and kind of mapped out the areas of marketing that were most important to focus on because we can all get kind of lost in all of the different things we could be doing in the marketing world, right? Um, And so we sat down and kind of considered what were the quick wins and what are some longer term opportunities. And also for us, we made sure to balance some manual marketing work, like reaching out to prospects individually, things that would take a little bit more time, maybe more personal, um, and balance that with more automated marketing work, things like sales funnels and such. Um, And then from there, we started to categorize the top three areas of marketing to focus on. Um, which activities were going to give us the most potential to reaching our goals. And so we started calling that kind of our three-pronged approach. And again, allowed us to, yeah, just make sure we weren't going down the wrong path, all these different um, things that we could be doing and really kept focus on the right opportunities. Okay. So what is that three-pronged approach, if you don't mind saying? Yeah, no, not at all. This and it depends on the clients. So, gotcha. yeah, for our B two B clients, it might inc- you know include some prospecting, some LinkedIn prospecting, and really putting a whole system in place around that, and then coupling that with the sales funnel, um, and you know coupling that with whatever made sense for them. If it was event marketing or if it was um, some additional online marketing, something specific. So we had those three areas that we could focus on. Okay, cool, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then from there, I'd say we, well, here's where we kind of get into the systemized, um, approach to the accountability. We started to determine the amount of hours needed to dedicate to each area of focus along with who is going to be assigned to those activities. And then, (laughs) yeah, right. But sometimes, you know, in the beginning, we just, we didn't even spend the time to do that. So this resulted for us in a complete roadmap of ongoing marketing work and something that could be tracked and evaluated. Um, And then from there, we created a list of marketing metrics for these activities and developed 
um, what we call an activity dashboard oh in our gosh. Google Drive. I love dashboards. That right. makes me so happy. Right? <laughs> I know. I'm very visual, too. So, yeah, dashboard um, is a great, a great thing to implement to make the tracking side of things feel fun. Yeah. Yeah. So each week, you know, whoever is assigned to those activities, they can uh, track their own performance on a weekly basis, and we can be very transparent with um, those those activities. And then lastly, we created a, a marketing um, monthly highlights and analysis report so that, you know, we are evaluating on the high level the marketing work each month. And, you know, by having this template, the entire team knows what we need to be monitoring and it helps everyone think more strategically about the work that they're doing. Gotcha. So you, you mentioned that you, the dashboard is in Google Drive or Google something? Yeah, Google Drive. So we okay. use Google Drive as another way to organize all of our marketing activities for each client. Each marketing activity can have a folder. That's where we can save all of our working you know, processes, documents, files. Um, and then they're, you know, using a Google spreadsheet, then it's real time and we're not, you know, one person isn't using a, an Excel spreadsheet mm -hmm. to keep track of things and then passing it along. Everyone can enter in their work and have it be live and accessible for everyone else, including the clients. Yeah. I, I love Google drive just for that. Yeah, feature. <laughs> exactly. Me too. Yeah, because things can just really get lost in the shuffle. Uh, so yep. then, essentially, do you have templates then for this accountability system? And then, you know, if you are using similar to what you were talking about with like LinkedIn prospecting, like, say, you know, one client has it, and then, you know, a couple months down the road, somebody else does, do you just kind of copy that template and then use it for another client? Or do you tend to do a more personalized approach? No, that's exactly if we yeah, when we kind of break down to the nitty gritty of each activity, we have those processes, uh, more or less standardized, and then, awesome. uh, you know, of course, personalized for for each client. Right. Yeah, which is is the way to go. So yeah. that's really cool. So then overall, you kind of just are continuously monitoring it through this system as long as they're your clients? Or is this something that you do for short term clients as well? Yeah, great question. You know, most of the clients we work with are um, ongoing long term relationships. We um, work with them for multiple months at a time, but we are always open to, you know, businesses growing and going on their own path. So, you know, that's why the Google drive and being able to be transparent with what we're creating for them, that they can take those and maybe it makes the most sense to build vertically and uh, grow their own team. And we want to make sure that they're able to do that as well. Yeah, I just I think that's super super helpful, and I'm sure your clients appreciate that transparency because a lot of times you'll, you know, pay for somebody to do something, and then you don't yeah. hear from them and don't see anything, and you're like, uh, <laughs> isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, and actually, that's probably where you know some business owners could 
kind of twist this whole system and yeah. think about the way they work with other professionals and maybe mm-hmm. putting those things in place that the professionals don't have in place themselves so they can feel a little bit more confident in what they're paying for. Yeah, 100%. I love that. So we are going to move into the final two questions. Okay. So what was your best financial investment in business? So I would have to say hiring experts, you know, hiring professionals who have been there and done that has honestly helped me shave thousands of hours and dollars off the normal path of trial and error. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as you know, like working with the right professionals, it will just speed up your path to success. And so I'm all about that phrase. You have to spend money to make money. Yep. You know, why waste time and money trying to figure it out on your own when there are genuine people out there who really want to help and have experiences um, that are based on that. Yeah. How have you kind of along this line, how have you been able to kind of, I guess, vet the experts that you are looking to? Like, what criteria are you using to know, okay, this person is legit? And obviously, in the online world, it's mm-hmm. a little bit trickier to, <laughs> to see. But, um, but what do you kind of use? Do you do a gut check? Do you have like a list of things just kind That's of mentally? Great go question. Yeah. Yeah. De- well, you know, gut check is, is huge, but yeah. also just seeing um, any type of proof elements. So, you know, beyond test testimonials are great, but if you're able to get any evidence of of results that have happened in other people's, you know, businesses, then that helps add to the credibility. It's still, you know, sometimes kind of up to you, um, to decide, but yeah, I would say evaluating everything you can based on proof elements that they can provide. Yeah, for sure. No, that is good. Cause I mean, we all kind of struggle with that, especially, you know, I definitely do as well. Cause yeah. you can, you know, people can paint their own picture, how they want you to see it. And isn't that true? It's not the same picture that you <laughs> see. So, uh, yes. so yeah, it can be tricky. So, uh, and what is your worst financial investment in business? I, you know, I would have to maybe throw a curveball and actually say, the same answer with a different explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That hasn't happened before. <laughs> I you know the worst investments I've made are probably programs at, that I just didn't commit to, you know, yeah. whether it's hiring expensive consultants or, um, and just not being in the right frame of mind to really get the most out of that time together Yeah, yeah. or purchasing online programs and just not doing the work. You know, obviously you have to commit to taking action and, holding yourself accountable. So I guess that falls in line with theme for today, accountability. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It just kind of oozes from every answer you say. So (laughs) I love it. That's super great. So where can people find you on the internet? Give Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, website, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Yeah. Website, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, our social icons are, are on the website at thestartstudio.com. And so we, we love having people visit or obviously um, come engage with us on our social media and just talk with fellow business owners. Yeah, for sure. Love that. So 
Well, I will have all of that plugged in into the show notes so people can find it easy peasy. And thank you so much, Shauna, right. for being on the show. And uh, we'll talk thank soon. Thank you. That sounds great, Jordan. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.